guess there's nothing left to do. Everybody stick around because we're going to have some fun and look at this rainbow. If you want to get yourself an aquarium. An old East Mountain 29. A free trip after just 20. Hang my jail. See you on this morning. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hide. Lost and Found Footage Podcast. In 1995, a box of videotapes and cassettes was located in the basement of a really old, old dude. He also smelled like really bad. These tapes we will now play for you. Be forewarned, some of the items you may hear are disturbing. Welcome. To the Lost and Found Footage Podcast. And welcome back, listeners. So, um, what we're going to be doing this week. So, there's like a billion... Paranormal Activity movies. Um, I watched the first two the other day. So I'm going to review part one now um, for today's show. And then we, we actually got a caller. Uh, so I left a voicemail, so I'm going to pop that in at the end. Um, and that's it. So what are we looking at today? So Paranormal Activity. Um, let's get that trailer pulled up, which is probably going to be loud and obnoxious. All right, there's the trailer. Enjoy. Your trailer is not as good as mine. Got a high-def camera. 
on my girlfriend Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? Doors are locked, alarm is on. If anything walks through here, it's gonna leave a pretty good footprint. Footsteps in, but there's no footsteps out. You cannot run from this, it will find you. This woman, same things happen to her. Oh god. I feel it breathing on me. Looks like something big here. You stop following me with the camera! I'm in control. Activity. Rated R. Please, 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 please. You demanded it. Now playing in theaters everywhere. Okay, and we're back. Um, yeah, like before, like all the other trailers, it's like, oh, we're gonna do something. Ah! No, 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 no. Let's check the fridge. Ah! It's just like random screaming. I don't know why I do the trailers. Um, so here we go. Paranormal Activity released in 2007. 2007. Wow. Didn't seem like it was that long ago. They, um, they must have been pumping them out like one after another. Um, so story goes, uh, da, 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 da. this thing was open two seconds ago and now it is not. Um, uh, uh, uh. All right, so it stars Katie and Micah, um, and there are some other like little side characters that pop in here and there, but it's just those two. So they have this house. Uh, Micah gets this camera, and he starts noticing some irregularities around their uh, what can I only assumed a duplex, probably costing about three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Um, so he starts putting cameras up, he's walking around the house, basically trying to, um, intimidate the entity, and that's not a good idea, believe me. That's how I got, you know, on this show, that's how I got the unknown entity. The guy that introduces us in the beginning, that's how I got him, was because I was just little, little too juiced one night, was wandering around the woods, just going, hey, ghosts! You're no ghost. I'm a ghost. And then, like, that was it. I had the unknown entity. So, anyway, back to the movie. Um, so they move into this house. He gets this camera. And he starts noticing many, 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 like, bizarre happenings. Um, they find pictures that are burnt that she thought were destroyed years ago in a house fire. Um, he decides to like almost like trap it and antagonize it so he puts out um what do you call it um flour to try and see if he can catch footprints on it and he does um a lot of stuff slamming um weird things are occurring like i don't know how to describe this movie like when you watch it and then try and describe it to somebody nothing happens in this movie like nothing happens like I'm trying to think of what happened in this specific movie to give you guys and I can't think of a damn thing um, I, I know I liked the movie I enjoyed it very much so but the only thing I can think of is the ending like that's all I can think 
And I don't know if we want to keep up with the spoilers. I think we're going to keep up with spoilers. So in the end, she almost becomes possessed, okay? And she's been standing over Micah while he sleeps in the bed for, like, hours. And you see this because there's a uh, bedroom camera there that just does that neat little time flippy thing. So she's watching him. And then on this last night, she watches him for a couple hours. And then you see her wander downstairs, and you can hear her down there. And then it's quiet for a little bit. And there's, like, this blood-curdling scream. And she's screaming her head off. And Mike is like, well, let's do that, ah, ah, Katie! And he goes running downstairs, all right? And you don't hear anything for a while. Like, nothing. It just gets quiet. Complete and utter silence. Like this. It's like this. Yeah, just like that. And then you hear a whoosh, and Micah's, I guess his dead corpse, comes flying up the stairs, through the bedroom, and smacks the camera off the ground. So something killed him and chucked him about 30 feet. So he's dead. Um, two minutes later, Kata, Katie, Kata, Katie, Kata, Katie comes in and... You'd think, you know, with an impending marriage on the way, she'd be a little bit concerned. But she comes in, kneels by the camera, picks it up, looks at it, and then just leaves. And then just leaves. So, my... You, you learn, you'll learn when you watch all of them together what happened. Because they kind of loop back into each other. But in my head, I'm thinking, if I were to watch this movie... At certain points, I could be like, oh, no, she's schizophrenic. Katie's schizophrenic. Like, that's all there is to it. Because there's there's not enough... There's a lot of jump scares, but there's not a lot of, like, you know... Like, mist taking the form of man. You know? Like, it's there's nothing like that in this movie. Um, but, unfortunately, we have... Uh, I don't know how many left to go. Um, but, like I said, I still enjoyed it. It was, it was decent... And I think I'm, I'm starting to figure out, like, what is scary on these movies. And it's the fact that you're looking through a lens that is in somebody's home. You know, so you're almost there with them. Um, uh, so here, let's read the... Yeah, so the plot synopsis, it basically broke down what I just said. After a young middle-class couple moves into a suburban starter tract house... They become increasingly disturbed by a presence that may or may not somehow be demonic, but it is certainly most active in the middle of the night, especially when they sleep or try to. Uh, it was Paramount Pictures, okay. Um, and I think if I heard correctly, DreamWorks wanted to remake the movie, like, like they used this as like the sample movie, and they wanted to reiterate it with a bigger budget and a better known actors rather than release the film as it was um be, I, that would have totally ruined that movie if you would have put like big name actors in it and given it a bigger budget it's i would have ruined it uh, uh the original i think in the original director's cut of the film um the name of the demon geez i can't speak demonologist recommended by a psychic in the movie um is Dr. Johan Abrams. Um, every time his name is mentioned, it is noticeably redubbed as Dr. Johan Averys. I don't know why they did that. That's just weird. Um, bah, 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 bah. There was no... Um, 
Um, theatrical cut of the release of the film, there's no closing credits, but after the final scene, a title card offered the fate of Katie and Micah. Then there was a brief showing of copyright and other protections in the screen. Seconds before the standard blue screen and monitors rating appear. So, so there you have that. Um, let's get into some IMDB reviews. I think this is another one we're going to add in here. I'm going to find a review, read it to you. We'll see if we can agree with them. Let's see. Ba, ba, da, ba. So the, the overall for this was 6.3 out of 10. So, I mean, going based off that. So, you just find the. I'm trying to decide if I want to give it a good review or a bad review off of um, IMDb. Here we go. See, all 1,000 reviews. Let's give that a try. See what we can get here. Because I don't want to give you guys just like a one bland one. I already saw some pretty fun, fun funny ones. All right, this one got an eight out of 10. So we'll do the start the, the fast one first, the, the good one. Paranormal Activity, then this was done by Zamba Fayed. Cute. Paranormal Activity is the most popular movie of the year and will ultimately be regarded as one of the best horror movies of all time. Therefore, PA has warranted a huge debate on whether it sucks or not. Under this pretense, I have devised this new review into three oh fuck no i'm not reading all that crazy you're crazy all right here we go one star out of ten uh this one is done by smack a dope it says you're kidding right and that was his review um let's see what else we got all Oh, here we go. All right, so that guy, smack it up. So I found more of his, his review. It says, so this is written like a transcript almost. I guess it's to make fun of him or whatever. It says, okay, it's not at all scary. There's no gore except for a bloody t-shirt at the end. Um, it would be a G-rated movie. Um... be a g-rated movie um if they didn't use the f word for half the dialogue here's a scratch <laughs> i don't think it is a transcript of the whole movie pretty much verbatim stretched out over two hours guy one haha you're being stalked by a ghost girl fuck you guy one i brought a camera so we can see your ghost girl fuck you psychic i'm a psychic Ooh, i feel something evil so i'm going home now goodbye 30 seconds screen time. Guy one. Haha, you're talking to a psychic. Girl. Fuck you. Guy. Wow, that door closed on its own. We should get a Ouija board. Girl. Fuck you. I got a Ouija board. <laughs> Girl. Fuck you. <laughs> Look at caught on fire. Special effect number one. And now there's a demonic symbol on it. Help me decipher it. Girl. Fuck you. I put a baby powder all over the hall and now there's a big frog footprint to your side of the bed special effect number two bad stop motion girl can you guess what she says can you guess what she says yeah fuck you psychic i just dropped in to say i'm still psychic 15 seconds of screen time guy wow something pulled you out of bed and we got it on film special effect three girl fuck you guy honey 
Where are you going with that knife, girl? Fuck you. Police. Police. Put down the knife. Bang. The end. <laughs> That's the end of the movie, I guess. All right. So let's, um, <laughs> let's, let's take a little break and we will come back with, uh, da, 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 Q&A. Thanks a lot. See you on the other side. Time for Q&A. I mean, if that's legit, I will absolutely talk to that nutbag. Um, he is, from what I gather, like one of the craziest people to ever enter uh, the ring and politics. All in one swoop. All right, um, let's do some random point of view. I'll see you on that other side. segment um this is the one that i was saying that there's um we had one phone call this week now i started listening to it and i kind of just shut it off because i can't buy what it is at all um but i'll let you guys listen to it and tell me what you think hi you've reached random point of views we're not home at the moment please leave a message all right random point of view um so like i said before i'm just gonna use this as like a kind of a catch-all for everything um so like random things that i've noticed stuff that i've watched um i think i'm gonna start also like looking up like you know florida man stories because those make me laugh um let me see if i can pull one up now um, florida man we go first one pulled up um all right so here's what we'll do for this segment this funny little bit we're gonna do i'm just gonna put in florida man in google and the first story that comes up we're just gonna read it all right so <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay uh federal court rules florida man must pay city thirty thousand dollars in overgrown lawn fines so on april 26th a federal court upheld the Gulf Coast City's decision to issue 71-year-old Thicken nearly $30,000. I don't know why this is doing this. This stupid web page. I'm on Edge, and I was on Chrome, and I it's garbage. It is pure garbage. Here, let's go to this. Here we go. Okay. So, Florida. Gotta get my story back. 
There's some of these, they, they go so fast. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. The first one popped up. All right. Um, all right, so federal court rules Florida man must pay $30,000 in overgrown lawn fines. Um, if reading about Dun Dunedin, Florida homeowner Jim Ficken's recent brush with the law doesn't motivate you to hop on your ride mower, nothing will. On April 26th, a federal court upheld the Gulf Coast City's decision to issue 71-year-old Ficken nearly $30,000 in fines for allowing his grass to exceed the requisite 10 inches in height. For several months in the summer of 2018, the city claims the long grass could draw snakes, rats, or other vermin, or more Floridians, and hunt and hurt neighborhood property values, according to WLNS. Hurt neighborhood property values. Um, I know this area. How about you remove some of the broken ass down um, RVs that are like flipped over? That might help property value. I am disappointed that the court sided with Dunedin, but what happened to me was wrong, and I will continue to fight, Ficken said, who was represented by his attorneys, Ari Bargle and Andrew Ward of the Institute for Justice. Uh, no, 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 no. It's according to the Associated Press. On uh, July 2018, Ficken left town to see his late mother's South Carolina estate. During his absence, his lawn became overgrown by city standards because he, his landscaper died, he said. Yeah, he probably died inside the jungle you have in your front yard. Such code violations are punishable by a fine as of much as $500 a day, according to the Tampa Bay Times. But by the time he returned home two months later, he owed the city an enormous sum of $29,833.50 to be exact. The city's behavior toward Jim is outrageous. Bargo said in the press release, This ruling embodies code enforcement. Departments across the state to impose crippling financial penalties and it empowers them to do so without first notifying a property owner that they are potentially going to be fined. In May 2019, Ficken said sued uh, Dundin after the city attempted to collect payment by force for closing on his home. In the suit, Ficken alleges that he should not have to cough up the money because the code enforcement officers did not make an attempt to alert him to the situation when it was occurring, among other reasons, according to the Times. Uh, however, the federal court concluded that the officers had done their due diligence by notifying Ficken and that his property had been subject to investigation for the duration of his absence upon his return. According to the press release, if nothing else, the protracted legal battle has prompted Dunedin to consider to reconsider its hardline stance on property maintenance. So there you have it, folks. Florida still sucks. All right, um, let's see what we have left. Um, oh, let's do the coming soon. Catch you on the back of that side. Get ready. Hold on to your butt. The adventure begins all over again. Look out! No! Be the first to get your copy of Lost and Found Footage Podcast. Now on video cassette. I like that new little uh, coming soon that we have there. It's kind of fun. Um, okay, so for coming soon, since I already said it like twice, maybe even four times, um, Paranormal Activity. Um, we did the first one today, so next show will be Paranormal Activity 2. This one expounds a little bit on what happened in the first one, but as you go down through these these films, it's kind of like a rabbit hole almost that loops right back to the beginning, which was clearly done uh, after the last movie. It's not like something that they've been planning the whole time. No, they, they knew what was happening. Um, so I will watch that, and I will see you here next time, folks. 
Thank you very much for listening to the Lost and Found Footage Podcast. All right, folks, you heard the man. It's time to wrap up the show. Let's get everything back in those boxes. Jimmy, I see you over there by the table. Stop taking the Skittles, okay? Just leave them. We'll pack them up. I'm sure somebody will want them, but you cannot have them. You keep stealing everything. All right, yep. Eddie, yep, you put that, put that back, too. Put that back to you, son of a bitch. All right, there we go. All right, folks, we'll see you next week.